and I think that that's important. It's important for me to stand tall and make it not this um, sympathy show. Like yeah. I don't need sympathy from anyone. I'm still doing me, you right. know. Um, but anyway, yeah, I had a wheelchair and we were tiffing, and he actually um, we got in an argument while we were there, and uh, he said, "Push yourself," and left me there. And I went, "This is all too familiar for me." Holy shit! I gotta go. Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am super pumped for this episode, but this one in particular because today our guest is going to share a pretty incredible story of hard work and perseverance against all odds. She's going to share how she got into the game of hip hop and what it means to her life and what it means to represent Orange County, and I'm really excited about that. But before I speak too much, Chrissy G, why don't you say what's up to the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. What up, what up, what up? Chrissy G here. Thank you so, so much for having me. Um, Yes, I am a hip hop artist out of the juice. Um, I'm not from Orange County. I'm from Bishop, California. So it's actually really cool to be able to take my talent to a place like this um, that I feel like it's very needed out here. There is so much talent out here, but it's it it needs to be exposed more. So thank you for having me on the show to be able to tell you what I do and expose it a little bit more out here. Okay, so first of all, can we talk about the juice? I haven't heard it been called the juice since uh, until I met Hippie. Yeah, and I really like it. Shout to Hippie. Is this something that I should is this something that I should know or that Orange County people should know? Like we call it the juice now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like as, as far as the artist world goes, we all call it the juice. You know, like I like to say queen of the juice. Um, that's not to say I'm the only one doing it. It's just I feel like no, I'm the only one doing it the way that I am. I'm yeah. constantly putting out content, albums, mm. songs, videos, visuals, photo shoots, and connecting and networking the way that I do. Yeah. Um, so that's why I say queen of the juice. But shout out to all the queens out here doing it okay. on top of everything else. I love that. How many like how many songs have you recorded so far? In my career? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I have so many that I haven't even released yet. Um, off the top of my head that I've released, I've probably released um, 25 songs. Okay. Um couple albums and then singles in between those and i have collabs as well that are are still in the making so yeah Yeah. so for the listener who doesn't really know you yet can you tell us a little bit about growing up in bishop and then making the transition to orange county yeah um bishop is a very very small town um there there is not a whole lot to do there um and growing up i could sing dance um i was just very active and i loved to be in front of the camera um and i had the look so my parents were just kind of like she has way too much going on for her to be like stuck in this little town so um, when i was 12 i started going on auditions in la and um also doing um dance recitals and stuff out in la because i was a dancer at the time so um i was actually booking things um to the point where i was missing a lot of school so my parents gave me the decision, do you want to move to L.A. and be homeschooled um, and really go for it? Or do you want to stay in Bishop? It's your call. We support whatever you want to do. I was like, I do not want to be normal here. Let's go show everybody what I can do. I want this experience instead. Yeah. So I took the experience, and I'm still here doing it. That's I ended up being an artist out of all of it. Um, yeah. So it's amazing how it happened. But it was quite a transition coming from mountains and just the small town feel. Yeah to city yeah <laughs> overnight so to the listener who may not be familiar as well like bishop is definitely a small town that you kind of just pass through <laughs> on the way to mammoth yes you can blink <laughs> your eyes guys and you're you're where, where to go what happened <laughs> where <laughs> bitch where <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so yes, on your way to Miami, the ski area, you know, snowboarders and all that. Um, but it, but it is really really tight. Um, you know, my dad still lives there, and he um, is really big in motocross and had a motocross my whole life, um, a motocross shop, and did races and stuff. So I was very active. I was kind of like the little boy. You know, I experienced all like the activities in that way, which he loved because he had three girls. So. <laughs> <laughs> so she had three girls and and i guess now a couple shotguns too <laughs> just a few just a few <laughs> we have conversations about it <laughs> that's so awesome um i had a chance to really like dive into your music over the weekend which was you know it's great thank um, you thank you i i'm a i have a huge heart for any type of music really except for reggae to be honest mm-hmm. um but hip-hop is definitely one that uh, that I've been, I think, more into lately because there's some incredible stories around it. Um, it, it and that's kind of what I found. A lot of the reason that I like boxing, too, there's incredible stories around yeah, the boxers. Yeah, but in regard, to, um, in regard to hip-hop, who, who have been your influences in the music that you're putting out? Um, well, Nikki's a really big influence for me. Um, Nicki Minaj? Yes, Nicki Minaj. Um, she is, she, she is the real queen. Um, I look up to her very, very much. Um, but my, my influence who I'm just obsessed with in the game is Dej Loaf. I am okay. completely obsessed with her from the way she carries herself, her lyrics, the way she delivers. Um, like I had somebody once tell me that she gets her voice filtered and I was like, who are you talking about? That's just, she's just unique. You know, mm-hmm. she just really has a unique voice and she does her and I don't hear a lot of effects on her shit. And I actually appreciate that because I do the same. I don't put yeah. a lot of effects on my shit. Um, I want you to be able to hear me and hear what I have to say and right. I have to pick it apart. So she's a really, really big influence mm-hmm. for me actually, for sure. What do you think about Cardi B? I think Cardi B is entertaining. Um, I get asked this question a lot. I think Cardi B is very entertaining. I think her personality, her music's great. Don't get me wrong. I think her personality just grabbed an audience immediately because she's hilarious and everybody loves that, you know, and she's herself. She doesn't hide away from it. So I respect her on the fact that she puts herself out there the way that she does and she just does her and she just doesn't give a shit. (laughs) So, um, when it comes to, as far as like a, a, a music icon, I'm Nikki all day. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm just Nikki. You put you. I think they're on a couple tracks together, at least one. It's like you put it's apples and oranges. It is apples and oranges. Yeah, it's real crazy. Absolutely. But but shout out to both of them. I I think they're both both amazing. But I'm a Nikki fan all day. And they're they're both insanely smart. Yeah. Like is what's crazy. Like from a marketing standpoint, I think. I mean, I feel as if a lot of this stuff is planned, right? Yeah, absolutely. I I think it is. Yeah. I personally do. Yeah. So it's it's fun to kind of see that happen. It's what's great too is is seeing female hip hop artists, which isn't something that, you know, what it was Nicki Minaj and then who who's before that? It's almost like Uh, Remy Ma. But then Remy Ma got locked up. So while Remy Ma was locked up, there was, I mean, there was still people doing, there's always people doing there's it. People it's like Starbucks it, on every corner. But never, nobody got like put on a pedestal, I don't Mm-mm. think, and since like Missy Elliott. Yeah. Oh, 100. Oh, and I love her too, by the way. I just love, <laughs> I love my 90s. Like I love my 90s all day, all day. Um, but no, that's a fact. That's a fact. Nikki came in and everyone's like, thank God. Because yeah. it was just a much needed, she came in at the perfect time. So yeah. She came in at the perfect time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. What does being a female hip hard, hip hop artist mean to you? Honestly, I feel like it it it's for me it's a platform to be able to to tell my story and do what I do. And at the end of the day, I want to inspire the way that I get inspired by female artists. Mm-hmm. So, um, like my movement is Queen Movement, Queen KG, and so I want I have a platform now. 
to be able to talk about that and what that means to me. And I think that that's um, actually really amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, shout out to all the guys doing it, but I think females are fucking killing the game right now. Right. And so it's it's just a, it's a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes a challenge and it's a platform for me to do me. Yeah. And not give a shit either. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of what I feel like it is to me. It's just a, it's a, it's a great thing. Do you think that it's more difficult for you not only because you're a female, but also because you're Italian <laughs> and not um, like, you know? I think it's kind of the opposite um, because Italians, it's like it's we stick together. So <laughs> the, the more Italians that I reach, the more I have on my back. Yeah. Um, so the, the, that's, which is my goal is to really, really reach the Italian community. Um, that's awesome. you know, and I've been trying to do that. You know, I, I, I don't speak a lot of it, but I speak a little bit and I try to throw it into my music and try to set myself apart that way too. Yeah. Um, because I don't know another female Italiana doing it on yeah. top of that. So I feel like I actually have an even bigger platform. Um, yeah. it's a challenge for me, but the more Italians I can reach, the more people I have on my back. So yeah. <laughs> I actually think it's a great thing. Yeah. No, I love it. That's, it's awesome. It's, yeah. Um, I also love that you're repping Orange County. Yeah. Why? Um, well, I want to, other than Gwen Stefani, no other female has come out of the juice. I would love to be the, and she wasn't really hip hop. She was more like pop. So as far as I'm concerned, no hip hop rapper female has come out of the juice. I want to be that one. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm so, so I'm pumped for it. this. Yeah, yeah. As much as I can. The so juice. That I got it. The juice. No longer Orange County. <laughs> the juice. Watch. I'll it's going to, it's going to, I can't say it. <laughs> Why can't I say it? Okay. So it's like Orange County OC, it's like the norm of what we've had all our lives. Uh, okay. Right? And then the juice is the urban side of So I can't do I can't you are because you are a culture that most people are not used to. Okay. You get me? So you are actually technically Yes. This is my right hand hippie. Remember, I always say he's on my right hand. He's literally on my right side. <laughs> in case we didn't catch it, can we explain the juice one more time for the listener in case we didn't catch it, Chrissy? Um, the juice, it, it's, it's, yeah, there is. There's the OC and there's the juice. The juice is like a different culture that people get to introduce. And OC is like Orange County, you know? The juice is, is uh, entertainment and artistry and right. creativity. Um, and Orange County is, you know, <laughs> When's the OC? You know, I'm from. I live in Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> we all get it. Yeah. You know? Got my hair done. I got my nails done. Whoopie yeah. woo. Um, and it's great. And it's beautiful. And it's suburb and everything like that. Yeah. But the juice is like, it's just this circle of amazing, amazing people. Different sides of the yes. 405 freeway. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, that's so awesome. So how did like you mentioned that you were dancing? What kind of dance did you do? <laughs> Um, I did, uh, hip hop was a really big dance that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but growing up I did tap, ballet, jazz, um, and hip hop. And I actually have tattoo ballerina slippers on my, oh, on cool. my back cause it's something that I thought I was going to end up doing. Um, but I still love it. It's still a big part of my life, my whole life. Um, so yeah, I, I was very, very, very passionate about it. Right. Definitely. And w- can you talk about the transition from, from doing ballet and jazz mm-hmm. to, <laughs> being a female (laughs) hip-hop artist yeah yeah absolutely um and thank you for the opportunity to talk about it because i definitely want to impact other people everyone has a story um and mine's some real shit you know um i was in a car accident in uh uh 2009 um thanksgiving and uh, i pretty much uh, my whole world got rocked 
Um, I was with a drunk driver, and we ran into a tree, and uh, I basically hit the tree. And um, I lost vision in my right eye. Um, I lost the ability to walk and speak. Um, my right arm was completely in pieces, and they had to put it back together. It is now not the same as my left arm. So both my arms feel different every day because they wired them differently. Um, my back and just your whole, my whole body. Can was you see just, out of your right eye right now? Um, I can like put, pick you out, but I can't read anything. Okay. Like my vision is just not there Okay. in that way. Um, so it's, I have a challenging every day for me as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that challenge, I picked up, you know, not being able to dance. That was an expression for me. Mm-hmm. I was able to express that way how I was feeling my emotions. And it's like, I always knew I could sing. Um, I loved rapping in the car. And I was like, well, now I have stuff to write about. Um, so I actually, <laughs> I got a hippie in my depression. Um, and trying to pick up other things to do because I was home for a long mm-hmm. time. I was in a wheelchair. I was just, I was miserable. So I called him and I was like, yo, I think I want to like do my own music. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, I'll take you serious when you show me you're serious because he doesn't have time, you know, to waste. (laughs) And so I was like, yeah, okay. So the next day I went to Guitar Center and I knew what to buy because he was an artist and I was around him all the time. So I bought everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I FaceTimed him when I got home, and then I was like, "Hey, I'm serious." And he was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. All right. So he came over and, and helped me set up everything and showed me, you know, basics of compression and recording and things like that. So um, a majority of my songs that I've ever released, I've actually recorded myself. That's awesome. Um, I'm not the best engineer, um, just because I feel like that there there's just a platform for that, and uh, so I usually have amazing people work on my music, but um, I record most of my own own music, and and I love that because what better way to learn your sound than to do it yourself and I never wanted to be in a position where someone tries to make me sound different or Mm -hmm. say different things that I don't want to talk about Mm -hmm. Um, so I took that opportunity to really 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 um, get the knowledge behind recording music yeah Um, so shout out to hippie for teaching me everything I know and he's a big reason for why I'm standing here today yeah that's fact you mentioned that uh, you couldn't dance anymore. Are you still uh, because of the accident? Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you still going th- through like physical therapy for that? Yeah. Um, I just mainly through it all. I had a lot of internal injuries um, and I caught some really bad infections that went like through my blood and things like that to where they they inflame um, for me throughout the year. It could they can inflame 10 times like throughout the year. From the accident because yeah. you were bleeding out so much and cut up and yeah, I caught um, a really bad infection in my arm. Uh-huh. And um, so once it's in your blood like that, mm-hmm. um, you can inflame through any a little cut being open and all of a sudden your whole body catches it all over again because it's been in your blood. So um, I ended up having some nasal, not related to the accident, some nasal surgeries because I couldn't breathe right. And I ended up catching that infection in my nose all of Mm. a sudden. But it's all a result of that because my body had been through such trauma that your body grabs onto that trauma again when it goes through something else. So it's very hard for me to heal from things. Um, So yeah, I'm constantly at the doctors, constantly at the hospital, but I take, you know, from it every day, how strong I am to be able to do it because most of this shit I go through by myself. I drive mm-hmm. myself to these appointments. I sit in there and I get shots in my body by myself. And I do all that and I leave so empowered that I'm still doing what I'm doing every day, mm-hmm. dealing with what I'm dealing every day. Yeah. And that takes a lot for someone. And I just know that I'm one of, I'm just so beyond proud of myself to be able to stand here and be fucking really doing it yeah. like i'm not gonna sit here and like oh my god boohoo what was me like what was you bitch you a queen go do it yeah you know who's driving the car um my boyfriend at the time yeah um he was drunk i was as well but actually me being drunk saved my life because my body went into shock i got 
fucked up, <laughs> but yeah. it saved my life at the same time. Um, he was uh, I blacked out drunk. And um, so yeah, he ran it into a tree and uh, he actually uh, left me at the scene. Why did he do you ever talk to him about why you left? Um, I mean, I, I'll never really know why, because I don't think he could ever be honest with me why he did. Yeah. Um, but his reasons behind it was he was scared and didn't know what to do. Um, and I get that to an extent. You are scared. It's a very, very scary situation. Do I condone you leaving? Absolutely not. It took you a while to finally leave him, though. Yeah, I didn't. I stayed with him um, throughout <laughs> since 2009 um, and was his rock. Instead of him being mine, I was his <laughs> throughout this whole process. And I actually left him um, about six months ago. And um, the experience, I, thank by you. The, way. the experience I've had. I actually don't know the guy, but considering <laughs> the situation, it sounds like that was probably a good move. It, it was just, I think, for, for me to actually heal from it. You can't get over trauma if you're constantly surrounded by trauma um, mm -hmm. every day. So I was just replaying it every, every day. Yeah. Um, so just being out of it now, it's like I'm just, it's like I'm staring at this bubble I used to be in, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> wow like that's insane that you were able to how you how i did that now i think it's great to always stand by your man ride or die there's also a time where you gotta like swerve that car bitch you gotta go and yeah. so i swerved my car and i was like i gotta go i can't be in this toxic you know this is just toxic and unhealthy you mentioned that he fled the scene and uh and you mentioned off air mm -hmm. um you know to the listener i had a chance to actually talk to chrissy about this a little bit and you mentioned that uh, the police found him or whoever the authorities mm -hmm. found him five days afterward. Mm -hmm. Um, and he ended up doing his time type of thing. Yeah. Well, I knew where he was the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, he was able to, I protected him through the whole thing. Um, I actually would hide my cell phone in my like gown that I was in in the hospital cause I didn't want the cops find him. And, Shit. um, I was just, I was his protector in it when I needed one. Um, but yeah, they ended up finding him and he went to jail, um, for six months. And then when I got finally stable enough to be in a wheelchair at home, um, my parents and my family was like, I'm not taking you to see him. Fuck that kid. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, anybody who like maybe his friends more so would come pick me up and take me to see him. Um, and finally when I was able to drive again, um, four months later, I got in my car and I would visit him every three days a week and go Friday through Sunday. So I'd go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I spent my weekends for the next like three months that he was there in jail, a <laughs> place that I had never even seen before because I'm from Bishops. <laughs> I had never <laughs> even seen a jail before. So it was for me, it was just this world of what is happening. Yeah. So unreal to me, you know? Yeah. Does a lot of your music come from those experiences? A fact. I, it's what I wanted to do. Um, it's just while I was in there with him, I felt like I really couldn't express it and I really couldn't talk about it because I'm worried you're going to hear it and you're going to feel away and I'm going to still protect you because I still have this protector shield on, mind you. I haven't mm -hmm. taken it off yet. So I don't feel like I actually got to express. I would just kind of touch the surface in my songs. Yeah. Now, I'm like, give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to, this isn't to shame him. This yeah. is just. This is uh, what, ha this is your story. This is my story. Right. And you happen to be a part of it, but you're not anymore. And mm -hmm. I am free to talk about what I want to talk about. I and nobody's going to stop me from doing that. I'm pumped for you. Thank you. Like that, that is awesome. Thank um, you. I kind of wanted to get a little bit more into like the relationship that you had with him. What was the, what was the final drive? I mean, shit, it's been nine years yeah. since that yeah. happened. And we were only together for just under a year when it happened. So, okay. Um, so yeah, I was with him about 10 years, um, and we had a, I think to be honest with you, I'll be honest with you, I think that getting in an accident with him, I was always really an insecure when I was with him because he was, um, 
it was the party stage, you know? And I think just watching him party made me a little bit insecure. I wasn't like a huge partier at the time. I just like to smoke weed chill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think that after we got in an accident, we were emotionally bonded. Yeah. Kind of like Stockholm, you know, where you're just like emotionally bonded with someone on such a deep level and a traumatic level that like you don't know how to go. You don't know what else to do. So I think that had a lot to do and probably on his part too. It was just like you're emotionally bonded with this person. So how do you break from that and know that it's okay? Because mm-hmm. you don't ever feel like it's okay. But we did and I wish him well. I do. Yeah. I wish he's, I hope he's doing well. You know, we don't talk, but I wish he's doing well. But um, I know I am and that's all I need to focus on. What got you to leave finally? Or was it like <laughs> a series of, like, you know? Yeah. Um, so because this all had happened, I had a, I was, um, it was my birthday actually. Which when I was your birthday? <laughs> January 30th. Nice. <laughs> and we were at Disneyland and uh, we we're just kind of having an off day, you know, tiffing and just not really getting along. And I actually got a wheelchair that day because I had two epidurals the week before so that I could enjoy my birthday at Disneyland. I walk all day. Yeah. And they failed. Sometimes okay. my epidurals will fail. But I didn't know that till I walked from the parking structure to, to Disneyland. And I looked at my mom and I went, fuck, this is not going to be a good day. And so my sisters and mom know the situation. So let's just go get a wheelchair. That way she can enjoy your day. It's your birthday. Plus you get to skip the lines. Plus I get to skip the lines, you know? (laughs) I get a lot of looks. People are like, she looks fine. I'm so blessed that I look fine. You never know. I had no clue. Yeah. 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 And I think that that's important. It's important for me to stand tall and make it not this um, sympathy show. Like I don't need sympathy from anyone. I'm still doing me, you know? Um, But anyway, yeah, I had a wheelchair and we were tiffing and he actually... um, and we got in an argument while we were there, and uh, he said, push yourself, and left me there. And I went, this is all too familiar for me. Holy shit. I got to go. <laughs> and that was, but you know what? I think, like, God had to put something in front of me so unbelievably, like, wait, I just, this happened to me all over again. I'm in a bad situation. I'm <laughs> unable to really help myself at this moment, and you're out. Jeez, what was the nine years in between like? Like that, like that can't just be like all of a sudden he said that one day. Um, it was. You know what? I'll give. I'll be honest with you. I had like one, one amazing year, one amazing year, yeah. and I think that we just held on to that amazing year. And other than that, it was just constant um, misunderstanding. And me, it was trying to get a point across, like just understand what you did, so that I can move on with you. But I can't move on with you or from it if you don't get it. Was he like in denial of like why he left or like not coming down to the fact that he just didn't want to get caught and like didn't take you into consideration? I think he's just left, left, held on to a lot of guilt. Yeah. Which is fine. I get that. So I gave him that benefit of the doubt. I get you. I can only imagine. Um, But I also had to take responsibility that I chose to stay in this relationship. Respect. So, you know, I, I almost kind of beat beat myself up in the arguments because it's like even when we had a really bad argument i chose to stay so it's like until i had to until i got woke (laughs) Mm. i i couldn't just blame him i had to blame myself and then just blame it on an unhealthy relationship what are you you choosing today me yeah i'm choosing me and my family too um you know shout out to my mom she's been um uh, she fought breast cancer uh, about 10 years ago and she went into remission and she was doing really good and then boom out of nowhere she had a scan come back she caught it again so um, our her world's... daughter got in an accident and was dealing with no that. she just got diagnosed again um, like um, about a m- February February she got diagnosed again this year yeah dang dude so I'm going through a breakup <laughs> mom gets hit with cancer and, and holy shit rolled well, 10 again. years ago like she got her first diagnosis, right? 
Um, she was in remission about 10 years ago, uh, so it was okay. probably 12 because she was doing gotcha, her treatments gotcha. for but a then, couple years. But you then, know, around maybe in, within a couple of years, you got in your accident, yeah. so she's taking care of you. So then she's taking Hasn't care of me. Hasn't been very easy. No, no, we've definitely... <laughs> That's what I say. Stories are important because there's it's some real shit, and we're not the only one. Everyone experiences things that other people do too. I know I'm not the only one who has experienced what I have. Maybe not to the degree. Everyone's the same. I'm sure there's other people who have been in really toxic relationships on some level like me. Mm -hmm. So let me shine some light on you. Yeah. You know, um, we're dealing with family issues or parents with cancer or parents who had unfortunately passed away or whatever the case may be. Like just knowing that you have to be strong through it all is my main goal and is to be able to build that platform for people to even be able to talk to me. Like yeah. I'm an open book. You can DM me. I'm not one of those. I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. I mean, you can slide in and so shoddy like, hey, you know, but like you slide in on some like <laughs> you, <laughs> you slide in on some real shit. I'm going to talk to you. Like, yeah. let me talk to you. I'm not the kind of I'm you know, I love what I do. I love to be able to have the platform to do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to my whole family because they're my rock. I absolutely my rock. And yeah. uh, and my mom's doing good. She's obviously her third surgery in September. So I've been there through for all of them. Take mm -hmm. care of her after them. And um, and she's never missed a show. Wait, she's missed one <sighs> show because she fell asleep. <laughs> so she goes to these hip hop shows at midnight. So let's be honest, we all go on really late. Um, yeah. And she stands in the crowd and I get to look out there. I'm like, holy shit, mom. And she's so small. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing to be able to see her still. I mean, if I can watch her overcome what she has why the fuck wouldn't i go through what i have <laughs> yeah. and overcome that shit yeah dude. so I, I give a lot of this to her that's amazing yeah she's my inspiration for sure how rad are moms they're amazing <laughs> like <laughs> she's honestly she's amazing she's yeah. absolutely amazing we talk I, I, 18 times a day <laughs> yeah. we really do we talk all day good long friends? very good friend she's my best friend that's so awesome yeah, yeah. I used to play in metal bands. And did my you? Mom, yeah, I did. Uh, Heavy knows this. So I used to play in metal bands, and my mom, same way. Every single show, she was in the front. You couldn't even, uh, when Chris Jackson was singing, you, <laughs> he didn't sing. He just screamed the whole time. <laughs> and, like, my mom's over here trying to learn the words in the front row. Like, But it's it's incredible, like, the impact that they make on yeah. our lives, too. Yeah. That's awesome. And it, it sounds to me, too, like you're really on the path to be – a role model for your own community. Mm -hmm. How mm -hmm. are some, how, how are some of the ways that that's kind of like, I mean, other than sharing your incredible story today too, like how are some of the ways that that's manifesting into your like day to day life or your, or your music right now? Well, it's, you know, everyone has a lot of dreams, right? Yeah. So I have another one. I actually started a corporation um, in 2014 um, called Pucha's Care Facility. Pucha's Care Facility? Yes. Yes. Um, this is the first year I haven't uh, really dove into it just because I'm kind of changing some things up on it. Uh -huh. um, but actually, it, it started with wanting to do a doggy daycare because I'm obsessed with animals. I'm a vegetarian because of it. I mean, my whole life, I'm obsessed. I stop my car and pull over if there's animals. I'm like, can I say hi? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm that one. I'm, I'm that girl. Um, you know, but I'm kind of transformed into wanting to actually rescue and have the facility to where I can help animals um, kind of on their way out. Whether they have cancer and it's too hard for the families, I'll take your animal in. I will administer their meds and give them only thing that they need to actually last their life, which is love. So I want to provide the facility to help animals that are handicapped yeah. on their way out because of whatever cancer issues that they have. And I had my first test. I rescued a 21-year-old uh, pug. Yeah. And she was my whole life. 29 year old. She was 21. Oh, I thought 21. she was 19 when I got her. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And then when we were, she was on her way out, we were doing paperwork, came back, she was 21. 
And I just went, oh, shit. Like, if I can keep this dog alive, <laughs> this is, like, a calling for me because I want to do this for mm -hmm. a lot of animals because she was great. You'd never know. She had cancer and everything, and she just ran through my house like nobody's business. Like, I'm bit boss bitch. <laughs> I was like, girl, get it. So, <laughs> so um, it kind of, like, transformed in my mind. My mom and I actually want to do this together. Um, it's kind of open a facility to bring in these animals that uh, do are needy. Yeah. And provide those that care for them. Yeah. Instead so. of going to like a shelter. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we already know what's going to happen. They're like, I can't even, don't even, do not let me walk in one of those. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, no. So, um, so yeah, that's another dream of mine. So again, having a platform where I'm able to like reach a ton of people. And then when that finally gets up and running, it's like, oh shit, here's my platform to really let you guys know what I'm doing. Like yeah. I'm really trying to give back and it to be a nonprofit on top of it and really trying to give back. I think it's important to give back, especially when you're getting it and give back. Yeah. Don't just take it. Like you can do you buy your jewels, but like give back. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that you got to give back on your way up too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm a big, big believer in that. Yeah. Everybody's like, when I make it big, I'm gonna. It's like, <laughs> why don't you just do it now? Do it now. Like <laughs> what, what's stopping you? Yeah. You know, nothing's stopping me. So, and I just don't want to do what everyone else is doing anyway. I'd rather do it like my own way and just be unique about it. So yeah. Um, I don't really follow what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's not every day you meet uh, an Italian hip-hop artist <laughs> from Orange County who's overcome, like, the hardest, one of the hardest stories I've heard, who also wants to rescue dogs. <laughs> that's, that's just so awesome. You're like... <laughs> I know, I know, right? I'm just saying. I think it's, I think it's kind of tight. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So, um, let's talk about your music. What can we look forward to? Uh, what's coming from Chrissy G? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple weeks ago, I actually released an album called Motions, mm -hmm. um, and I gave seven songs, seven different motions. So some of them are about what happened to me that you guys heard today, and some of them are just kind of like, "Hello, KG <laughs> from the Juice Beach City, bitch. Hello." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shout out to Hippie. I actually just shot my visual for that. So you can click the link in my bio on my page. Um, but so I dropped that project and I have a couple singles with some other really dope artists. Um, Wim the Musician, I have a single with him that I'm working on. Um, Kaylian and C Sharp, we have a couple songs together that we're kind of putting a little EP together on. Yeah. Um, MA, Matt Allen, um, all, the, all the artists I work with are super, super dope. Um, so shout outs to all of them. Um, Mr. Fully, he's been a really big um, part of my life lately. He's been promoting me for a lot of shows. Um, so shout outs to him, too. Um, and the whole, you know, culture clash that he's got going on um, and bringing all of the Juice County artists together. I think it's I think it's really fucking dope. I really like this Juice County. Music, <laughs> by the way. Thank it's you for <laughs> allowing me into it. Oh Even if it was just welcome, for the show. Welcome. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm so pumped. We just needed to have this conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, this is this is great for me. Um, Chrissy, as you as you might know, uh, we like to wrap each episode with a, a bit of advice from the guest to the listeners. So to anybody listening, what do you have to say to them? Um, just do you. Um, don't feel like you have to do what everyone else is doing. Um, I don't, and I think I've done it really well. I think I've done it right. Yeah. Um, you know, and use your use your own voice. You know, um, just do you be yourself. Yeah. Don't change who you are and don't change what you believe in for no one. <laughs> <laughs> no one at all. That's that's honestly my advice is to be yourself and do you. I love that. Yeah. And if anybody wants to co connect with you, where they, can they find yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, my Instagram is where I'm actually the, the most um, 
active on. Um, and that's um, at Chrissy G33, K-R-I-S-S-Y-G-33. Three three is my favorite number, by the way. I'm not 33 years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I do have a music page on Facebook, um, but I, I'm not really active on it, but I have it, and I'm trying to work on building yeah. it some more. And that's just Chrissy G. YouTube's Chrissy G Music. Um, and I'm working on my website still, so I'll kind of keep you posted on that. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, thank you so, so much for having me and allowing me to tell my story and, and really, really get it out there. Man, because it's a little nerve-wracking moment. It's personal. You know what I I'm know. Saying? I was really trying to pull it out. So thank you for allowing me yeah. to do that as well. Yeah. Um, t- and I'm pumped to go back and listen to everything that you've released because now, like, I'll know where it's coming from, which I think is the biggest point of something like this is, like, we just got to take a second. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. I have SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash ChrissyG33. <laughs> I actually released in my first album. It was called Pain of Progress. That is about what happened, that whole album. Gotcha. We're going to link that stuff up in the show notes, too, so everybody can check it out. Perfect. Yeah, I love that. Uh, To the listener, we thank you so much for your time. We hope you loved the episode. And if you did, we would enjoy a five-star review. If you didn't like the episode, feel free to stick it to us, (laughs) but leave a five-star review anyways, because we're going to have a lot of incredible and inspirational guests just like Chrissy, just uh, back on the show. Thanks Thank you so much. Get it, queen.